0: Hello everyone and welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. And today we're doing a continuation of last week's episode on the mantras. This is part two, but we're flipping the script. So what we're looking at today is how each of the nine types has a mantra that they can offer the world. And so we're going to share two mantras for each of the nine types just to be thankful for the ways that they give a part of themselves that's quite beautiful. So thanks for joining us and we look forward to sharing this episode with you. All right, Kat. Well, we are here to talk about mantras and mantras that each of the nine Enneagram numbers offers to others. So I'm pretty excited about this. Yep. Yeah. So let's get started and maybe just run through the nine numbers again for listeners who are yeah. new to the Enneagram. Yeah, that
1: would be great. And, Take us through.
0: Yeah. And I'm just, since we're like going to be positive today, I'm just going to mm-hmm. share positive things about each of the nine
1: numbers. Oh my gosh. I Enneagram. love it. I yeah. love it. It's yeah. going to be. a little challenge for me, but I'm up for it.
0: (laughs) Which is one of the hard things sometimes about the Enneagram is because it does point us to our weaknesses and our growing edges and our shadow side. Um, And so sometimes we just hyper focus on that and we think, oh, no, I don't want to own that part of myself. Um, So today we're going to focus on the positives. And um, I think maybe sometimes if you just hear the positives, you can go, oh, yeah, that's me. I really like that part of myself, um, but again, like the Enneagram also is challenging us to change and be a better version of ourselves, so we want to acknowledge that too, but today it's positive. So, I love it. Which is totally me as a two. I'm kind of like the twos, the sevens, and the nines tend to be yeah. the positive outlook groups Yeah, Yep,
1: yeah, so you're the cheerleader <laughs> type. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: All right, so um, <clears throat> let's start with our... Nine today. We'll go backwards.
1: All right. So the nine is the peacemaker. Yes, the nine is a peacemaker. And before I run in through the nine, I agree with you about keeping it in positive. So um, I had... Um, a little reminder that happened to me. So our youngest, he um, has special needs. And um, if you um, need extra help through your education, you get an IEP, which means it's individualized uh, education plan. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a group of people, they work together as a team to write it up to set goals. And um, one of those last year was written in a really like a negative way. There's a lot of downfalls and a lot of focus on what was not there mm-hmm. and I just had such a hard time reading it and I wasn't sure like what was bothering me about it and I talked to a friend of mine um, a really good friend Lisa who used to be my son's um, physical therapist and the first thing she said she said "Cat, no one works well from the deficit standpoint mm. no one works well from the deficit so that's we're hoping why we can focus on the positive sides of every single number because a lot of times we just get bogged down by the negative. Mm. And although we're aware and we know. To, you know, you kind of get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. And it's important to remember that every single number is beautiful and every single number has so much to offer. So many strengths mm-hmm. and positive sides. So that's, you know, we, we talked about mantras last episode that a lot of the numbers need today. We want to talk about what they can offer to all of us, yeah. every single one. So we don't have to always work from the standpoint of deficit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I right. feel like if if you're gonna tell me something that I need to work on, yeah, um, something constructive, yeah, I need to hear the positive. First, of course, right?
1: of isn't course, that, yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: And um and sometimes um it's really hard to identify with a number um, on the enneagram when we also have trouble. Um, seeing our shadow side though. So I do want to say that in future episodes, we are going to be looking at the shadow side, but make sure that you're also looking at the strengths and beauty. That's like, that is an emotionally intelligent person. When yes. You can say, these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. Right. And this is my beauty and this is my my pain like, right they they know how to see embrace
1: both. them both yep yeah, embrace yeah, them yeah. both accept them both absolutely all right so we're going to work our way backwards from nine and mm-hmm. as before we kind of assigned each other the numbers and i am with the odds and christy with the evens. so nine is our peacemakers so these are the you know folks who, you know, are, are exercising a lot of kindness and not judgment and who are really approachable uh, to be around to talk to. They're very inviting. So here's the two um, that I think a nine can offer to um, all of us. One is peace be with you. Mm. And a lot of times we forget, you know, the peace um, is a place where not a lot of times we, we forget that it's not The place we have to cultivate, it's a place that's already there. We just have to get back to it. Mm -hmm. We all have it. Mm -hmm. But especially today, there's so many uh, global issues and, you know, like, like life issues that we all have to deal with that... It's good to remind ourselves that peace be with you. And it's also, I think, is beautiful because in a lot of culture, that's a way that they would either greet each other or say farewell to each other. So you are not only wishing peace for yourself, but outward as well. So peace be with you. I love it. Mm-hmm. The second one would be practice paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so often we find ourselves sort of living in, and in yoga we talk a lot about it, in this sort of a fog state, in a hypnotized state, in the state that we're just kind of moving through the motions without not even knowing, you know, people come to yoga and they know they don't feel well, but they don't know what's not feeling well or why. Or they know something is hurting, but they don't know why it's hurting or even what is hurting and why. So to pay attention, I think the nine can really teach us to do that. And those two, um, you know, affirmations you can just have as a reminder to yourself or something that you can meditate on. Mm-hmm. You know, practice paying attention and not paying attention only outwardly, but inwardly as well. Mm-hmm. So... I like those both for like the nine. Too.
0: Which of those two do you need to hear today?
1: Peace, be with you, or practice
0: paying attention?
1: Probably practice paying attention mm-hmm. because uh, we are in a, a time uh, where summer's moving to fall, kids went back to school, schedules are changing a little bit. So I am feeling like everything is gearing up again, just in a different kind of mode and maybe speeding up a little bit. So it's easy to kind of fall into this conveyor belt of every single day kind of boop, boop 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 and then boom we're falling asleep slow down pause pay attention and not only what's going on with you but also people around you because their lives are going through some shifts and changes just like we would pay attention to trees changing their leaf colors or the weather is changing around us etc so practice paying attention slowing down and and just kind of just just observing, be an observer a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's one big part of mindfulness. We talk a lot about yeah. mindfulness and yoga. And uh-huh. Mindfulness um, has many components, but paying attention yeah. is one um, where we're just um, invited to enter the present moment and to be with. Um, I especially think about that, like with with my daughter Isabel. It's uh, just so easy to you know, start getting distracted and think about my things to do list and think about people as a two and many that I need to help or to think about relationships. And, you know, um, she's wanting me to get down on the floor and play with her. You yeah. know, and, and to to just be tuned into her and to life and it's magic when I do that.
1: It is magic and it is so hard. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the interview the other day of Jessica Alba and she was saying and I loved she was so transparent and like didn't really pretty anything up, but she said, you know, she has three kids and she said, I make it a point that um I think she said once a week, which I thought was like really not very often she said for 20 minutes i give each child my undivided attention and when i say undivided it means of course no phones no radio no tv no other people no emails and I was like, well, that doesn't seem very hard. And then I tried it. Oh, my God. It was yeah. like emotional weightlifting. Yeah. Yeah. Undivided attention. As you said, it's magical because it is so hard to create. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't try it.
0: No, we should try phone Sabbath. Yeah. We put our phone away for 20, yeah. 30 minutes, however long.
1: Completely, without mm-hmm. cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And not. Hard, like yes. Like,
0: this is not. We're we're addicted to technology. Yeah. Right. And that um, the pathway to the present moment is putting that away. Um, I I think we've gone back to having TVs, but we went about five years in our house without, without them. And you I are my hero. When we present when we didn't have them.
1: Well, and you know it also makes a difference when you give your undivided attention to somebody not doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm what mm-hmm. they want to do mm-hmm. which makes it even harder like mm-hmm. perhaps you could you know shut it all down for 20 minutes and go on a nature walk but if you have to do barbie play for 20 minutes and you've got to be in it or whatever that's a whole different ball game you know mm-hmm. it's something that is not yours right now but it's somebody else's and you're in it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so we're th- we're very thankful for our our peacemakers yes um, they, you know, when a, a lot of friends that I have who are peacemakers, there's just a gentleness to them yeah. in the way that they talk. Yeah. Um. They, and they, they are very good at being present. Um. And imparting peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today we just want to uh, express that gratitude for yeah. that way of being in the world. I agree. Well, let's look at our number eight. Okay. Um. So our eights are sometimes called challengers or mm-hmm. the leader or the boss mm-hmm. um, sometimes they're even called the bear I like that as mm-hmm. well I mean they are strong um, and one of the mantras I think that embodies the eight is I'm a voice for the voiceless they care about justice yeah. and that kind of comes from Oscar Romero who was a priest in El, El Salvador who really um, just realized that there was just so much injustice in his country and, and and just took up this cause to take care of the poor in his nation um, and the marginalized. Um, so that's where that mantra comes from, um, of being a voice for a, the voiceless. But that is the eight at its best. Like, yeah. They are protectors. That's yeah, a good word for yeah. them, right? Yeah. They're taking care of others. And the next mantra I have is, I am strong. Right. I am strong. That is the eights are strong. Yeah. So um, those are my two I love it. Tell me your favorite today. I need I am strong. Like I, throughout my life, especially I think back to high school, I was shy. Like Mm -hmm. I I came out of that in college for sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. um, But I still have moments where I feel that insecurity. I'm in the shame triad or the image triad of the Enneagram. Like we struggle with um, insecurity and not feeling like we're enough. I mean, whether you're in that triad or not, a lot of us feel that way. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, you know, I've been one of those people who has trouble being assertive, being strong, speaking my voice. So like, I definitely need that. Um, I was, as I was thinking about my need for that, I was thinking, uh, poses like I was just
1: thinking stop and get out of my head Christy I was thinking like what kind of pose would you take to to create that feeling of strength for you
0: yeah so so if you're listening from home um goddess pose I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna do goddess pose in my chair right now because Mm -hmm. you can get big even if you're at work listening to this podcast you can't do this if you're driving a car but um, (laughs) if you're at work or home you can do it in a seated position excuse me, frog in my throat, or standing, and you know, your toes are out, your heels are in, you track your knees over your toes, you find your your goddess arms, and you really open up in in the heart by sending the um, elbows back, but they sometimes call these type of poses where we get big on our mats, power poses. Right. And they increase testosterone, testosterone, and they decrease cortisol levels, and they leave you feeling more confident. I love
1: I it. That. I love it. And every, you know, and we've all been uh, in positions when we had to sort of step over um, worry or insecurity or something that's holding us back because we've got to do something that will require strength. So, if you have to do any public speaking, if you have to have a difficult conversation, if you have to do something that would feel intimidating and you worried whether you're capable or not, take a moment, goddess, goddess pose and get physically bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and see how it affects you internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like it very much. All right. Let's move on to our number seven. Our number seven is our enthusiast and entertainer. And I've mentioned it before. Um, love talking about sevens because one um, I'm, One, I'm a one. And in my healthiest state, um, ones acquire the best qualities and attributes of seven. So I'm always gravitating towards seven, one. And two, I'm married to one. So- Love, 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 seven, all around. Couple of ones, and I was telling Christy before we started taping, I said, Christy, all of my mantras, half of them are from children's cartoons. (laughs) So this is one that I have from, if um, you have ever watched the movie Up. Uh love it. Right. So they uh the two main characters is Carl and Ellie Fredrickson. and um their their sort of mantra and their affirmation is adventure awaits. And so often we forget that there is so many adventures in our life that uh, don't, don't have to be going to Mountain Machu Picchu. It can be in your own living room and still be an adventure. Um, my oldest was um, writing an essay for school and she started in high school. And um, they were supposed to write an essay to their future self um in you know describing what they're hoping to achieve throughout this first year of being a freshman and she was writing about you know I want to make good grades I want to make good friendships and I said Olive think about do you want to have new adventures and she's like mom that's yes Mm -hmm. so we just forget unless you're seven If you're seven, you don't forget. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, sometimes we forget that adventure waits. Mm -hmm. And just being open and hopeful Mm -hmm. for that, I think is a beautiful thing. I love that. Yeah.
0: To be more adventurous. So many of us need more of that
1: quote from carl and ellie Fredrickson, um and the second one i would say is find joy in the process mm-hmm. so it goes back to sort of it's not about uh the destinations about the journey mm-hmm. and sevens are the, the 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 people who really find joy in most things they do mm-hmm. and they're excited about them they're enthusiastic about them and um I would tell you sometimes it's difficult for me to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I get there, life is so much more beautiful yes. to find joy yeah. in in things that we do, yeah. you know, yeah. so find joy in the process.
0: OK, but, so which one of those do you need to hear today?
1: You know, probably Adventure Awaits mm-hmm. because... Um, just be, you know, I have a friend who's a travel agent and she travels a lot and she would say, "Cat, a lot of times I enjoy the um, sort of the waiting for that, that big trip or the anticipation mm-hmm. of, of, of what's happening even more so than trip itself. Yes. Isn't that I crazy? It's amazing. And it stuck with me. So just knowing that adventure awaits, could bring a new excitement to your everyday. However, we all live regular lives. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, we all have to clean house and pick up kids and go to work and grocery shop and do whatever. But just reminding adventure awaits makes everything, that. right? Like
0: anticipatory joy. Yes. Like we or anticipatory adventure. We yes. can like coin a new term. Yeah. That we're like waiting. This for is it. Adventure. Yes. I love that. Boom. I love it. Yeah. All right. So let's look at our number six. Um, and of course our six is our loyalist, right? And um, the sixes uh, are, are people who um, want to be a part of a group. They, they like to cultivate groups. They like to help people feel a sense of belonging, and they like to belong. Yeah. Um, so for them, because they have this emphasis on groups, I, I was thinking about the African philosophy of, I might be um, saying this wrong, but Ubuntu, I think that's right. I am because we are. Oh. Instead of I think therefore I am or like a two would be yeah. like I feel therefore yeah. I am, right? Yeah. Like but I am because we are. Like right. This this attitude that like the collective community matters. Right.
1: Right? It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. And you know, translates even this the simplest things, you know, if you've ever taken a yoga class in a studio setting mm-hmm. and there are other people practicing with you, always say there's there's an energy that's being created by people being together and breathing together and moving together mm-hmm. and maybe having the same intention together mm-hmm. or even using the same mantra together. Mm-hmm. There's an energy that you feel yeah. that is being created. And we all know that energy is infinite. Energy does not. There's no beginning. There's no end. It never goes away. So to make the energy together and then let it out in the world that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we step on the yoga mat as an individual, but we practice as a collective, yes. you know, and that's exactly the mantra that you just used.
0: Yeah. And that's why during this pandemic, it's been so hard because yeah. I mean, the virtual yoga is yeah. not the same no. as being with the energy. Right. And, and this collective breathing. Sure. Uh, it's so much easier. I think to be, present when you feel that energy. Sure. Of the others. Of course. Yeah. So, um, our sixes tune into the, the, the benefits of groups long before the rest of us do. So the next mantra is I'm loyal and trustworthy. Um, and, and that's just because, uh, you know, they are very loyal. Now, you know, I said we weren't going to be negative at all. So, but it is paradoxical because sometimes, you know, they they do commit; they are loyal. But then sometimes they do struggle a little bit um, with trust. Like right. the eights and of course sixes have trouble with trust, and yet it's the very thing they strive for to right. be loyal. I was leading a workshop on the Enneagram this weekend. And um, I was joking how I wish that I was more like a six because I am like um, one of those people who jumps from hairstylist to hairstylist. Oh, no. But the six six on the Enneagram, like they're so steadfast. That would be like a good word for them. Like they're not, um, you know, uh, a serial a serial hairstylist uh, switcher
1: upper yeah yeah
0: so um yeah they they stay loyal to if it's their church or their uh yoga studio or wherever they are loyal and i love that about them
1: and i love that you can admit because i always think like you know, and folks, for, for those who are listening, we uh, are going to have many more episodes where we interview um, different people who are uh, passionate about Enneagram and yoga, and uh, we interview each and every number, one through nine. And I always want to ask, um, is there a number that you kind of either gravitate towards or you wish you could, like, be for a day? Mm. And you know, it's interesting that you said a 6. I have a number that I wish I could be for you, a day you too. Wish you could be for the day. So, I I have to go with a 7. I think it would be like a rollercoaster, like like the, the the most funnest day ever.
0: But honestly, me too. Like it's like that movie The Yes Day. You know, yes.
1: That just
0: <laughs> Yeah. I need to be more fun and and less serious. I mean, even though I I said that about the six, I I, I love the seventh energy too. And yeah. I, having just a fun day where yeah. you didn't have the pressures of life and you're just feeling the joy. Yeah, I I need more of that. Like I agree. And this is like what you know the enneagram is all about too. Is we are all nine numbers. <sighs> And we need
1: to enter. Again, Christy, get out of my head. I was just about to say for the longest (laughs) time, and I don't know if any of you've ever had, um, this conundrum, but I misnumbered myself for years as a six. For the longest time, I was convinced I was a six, and I do have a lot of the qualities and attributes, which brings us to the point that Christy just made. We all have these characteristics, these attributes. We, you know, nobody is in a silos. So, you know, that's why we're talking about what we're talking about today, because we all can benefit Mm -hmm. from the beauty and the positive aspects of every single number. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and Kate, chances out, we all have them as well right you know yeah. so yeah well tell me your favorite uh your favorite mantra today for six um
0: it would be I am loyal and trustworthy yeah I mean, there's this part in me that wants to you know be more committed like to a certain hairstylist yeah. or something like that yeah. I mean I think that I do tend to bounce around in that way. Um, I mean, I'm a very loyal friend, of course, being an immigrant, too. Relationships Mm -hmm. are very important to me. Right. But there are certain other parts of my life where I could be more loyal and
1: that, Sure. Sure. I love it. All right. Let's move on to our number five, who is an investigator. So very logical, very observant, very intellectual. Mm -hmm. So one of the mantras I think that a five can offer to all of us is, and I'm going to quote um, Eckhart Tolle who is incredible uh, writer, if you've never uh, read any of this books, I would recommend The Power of Now. And uh, that book is usually uh, part of a curriculum if you're going through a yoga teacher training. But he writes, rather than being your thoughts and emotions, be the awareness behind them. Mm. Took me years to understand this quote and understand that we're not necessarily our thoughts we're not necessarily our emotion we're the awareness behind them Mm -hmm. which brings us to the meditation that is the time where you can truly tap in and hear and visit that voice in the place that is observing Mm -hmm. that is understanding that your thoughts are not you your emotions are not you your hopes and fears are not you the memories are not you what is you What is whatever you want to connect it to, your soul, your spirit, your light, your divine is something behind that, something that's aware of all of those things. And fives being so deep and intellectual, I think that is something that they can offer to all of us. Mm -hmm. So that's one of them. And the second one is curiosity and learning so we all have to learn something new i think every single day no matter how old we are Mm -hmm. but look at kids and how they learn and then how we learn Mm -hmm. you know and by we i mean as we grow older kids are infinite curiosity beings Mm -hmm. and the same is like little anybody, little animals, little puppies, little kittens, it's everybody. They're learning with curiosity, Mm -hmm. which is beautiful. And this is how you can enjoy learning and how it can stick Mm -hmm. instead of, oh man, here we go again. I don't know. I'm so old. I cannot take in anything new to have the curiosity in whatever you learn is beautiful.
0: It is beautiful to be a lifelong learner and to be curious and and this is where the Enneagram comes in is we're getting to learn about ourselves and be right. curious about ourselves. Exactly. And that's where transformation happens. Exactly. That's where healing happens. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, what we're hoping um, to, to, to keep offering here is that I agree. like as we get curious about ourselves, yeah. like, we grow and yeah. you know, we're sharing our own stories here. But we also want you to be thinking about how this applies to you as we keep going along. Right. Um, so thank you. Let's yeah. uh, also ask which one of these resonates for you.
1: So I love the curiosity and learning one. I remember I used to have a yoga teacher and she would lead a practice and she would say, get curious. And first time I heard, it, I was like, wow, I've never thought about practicing yoga and getting curious. I like that. Get curious about whatever experience that you're experiencing Mm -hmm. so if folks you are yogis or you are um thinking about picking up yoga get curious about Mm -hmm. it and not only as practice itself but you being a part of you being a part of the practice and um see if how that enhances your learning experience i love that
0: yeah 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 being curious on and off on and off our mats exactly all right, so um, let's keep trudging along for our, our fours, sometimes called our individualist. Um, so, the fours, as we know, they are introspective, they are feeling oriented, they are deep. Yeah. That's what I would say about the fours. So, my mantras, uh, the way that the fours bless us is this mantra I embrace my creative side. Yeah. I mean, Fours are also sometimes called the artists. Right. They're creative. They see beauty in the world. They um, are in touch with their senses. They yeah. know how to tune in and see things that the rest of us don't and create things. And we could all use more of that. Right. About, you were talking about being a kid. Kids are creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they. Um, Out of the
1: most simplest things. Yeah. yeah
0: a box you know. Is a cool right. Toy, right. Yep.
1: Yep. 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 <laughs>
0: So, um, so that's one. And the next one is, my feelings are worthy of exploration. Yeah. Of course, teach us that.
1: How often do we stuff those feelings because it's so, and I'm going to speak for myself, yes. like, let's just park it because it's I cannot be feeling all this right now. Yes. And the, it takes bravery and courage mm-hmm. to feel your feelings mm-hmm. and not just selectively. Yes.
0: Yes. It yeah. does take bravery. It takes courage. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. those are my two offerings. Which one
1: is speaking to you today?
0: Definitely my feelings are worthy of exploration. Um, I I think I shared in the first episode that we uh, struggled, my husband and I, with um, getting pregnant. And so every time I was in the doctor's office, whether it was the gynecologist or the fertility doctor, um, I would tear up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, the, you know, sometimes I would um, try to hold back those tears. Yeah. Um, I never let myself get to the point that tears were running down my face. Yeah. Um, and I even felt embarrassed about it. I remember feeling shame, like, why am I feeling this? Like, yeah. there's no reason, like, why are all these feelings here? And now if I looked back at that younger self, I would be like, of course, of course you of were course. Feeling that. Yeah. And you and if a 4 was whispering to me, they would be like give yourself permission to cry. Yeah. They would have they would have tapped that younger sure. version of me on the shoulder and said, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable and scared yeah. Yeah. and um, you know, to just feel this despair. Yeah. You know?
1: You know, it's so I'll share a story with you. Um, my mom passed away tragically and very suddenly. It'll be 15 years in February, and um, I was um, I was pregnant at very early stages of pregnancy. I found out I was pregnant. And then a week later, my mom died. So I um, came back to the states and um, went to grief counseling mm-hmm. throughout the entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I remember for the first several months, all I could do is I would just sit on the couch and it's going to make me cry now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I couldn't even say anything. and I just cried for an hour. Mm-hmm. I just cried. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't verbalize. I just cried. And I would never forget the therapist said, um, and then I would apologize. I was like, I don't know why I'm just, just crying for an hour. And she would say, because she was that significant to you. Yeah. So what you went through was that significant to you, of course course. you would feel these big feelings, of course, because it is that significant. And I'm like, I'm holding my tears back now, but Mm. you know, to feel the feelings, it's such a vulnerable place, but that's what makes us human. Yeah. Don't you think? I think
0: that's what makes us human. And so, you know, I think that, that's a really important thing to know that our feelings matter yeah. and to find spaces um, like therapy and like yoga to feel them. Yeah. Um, yoga, sometimes some yoga poses yeah. can be very vulnerable yeah. and um, and especially uh, for me, um, pigeon pose poses yeah. and things like But it, it depends on the person. It's different yeah. for all of us. But when we get into those poses, we start to release things from our bodies. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we all need to find spaces, whether it's therapy, yeah, whether it's yoga, where we yeah. can feel um, instead of push it down, right?
1: Because um, you can't heal what you don't feel.
0: You can't heal what you don't feel, and um, we need people who give us permission to feel. And a good yoga teacher will do that. A good counselor yeah. will say, you know, yeah, your mom, yeah. Significant. She yeah, matters. Yeah. Like you need to cry and you yeah. need to, yeah. to feel this. Yeah. And um, thank you for being brave
1: and courageous and sharing thank that you. part of your story. Thank you. Yeah, it was and, a long time ago, but yeah, you still, yeah, I still remember it. It just really. You know, cared with me. So, for those of you, if you, you know, you are going through, and I, you know, I'm not a therapist. That's not the scope. But we're all human, and we're all feel pain. Pain is pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's okay to feel it. Yeah. yeah. You know. So we honor your mama, Kat. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. She was mm-hmm. incredible, incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go to number three, and I'm going to lighten it up a little bit. So our three is our achiever. And mm-hmm. in a previous episode, Chris and I were talking about that I thought every Olympian, we just got done with Olympics, <laughs> that every Olympian must have been a three. I mean, they're just achievers, competitors, they're working hard, they're motivation, they're driven. And um, I was looking at our website. So Christy has put out a blog on our website, and it's double www.enneagramplusyoga.com all spelled out. And there's a blog about what we're talking about today. And for three, Christy uh, had shoot for the stars. And I read that. And again, maybe I just, my brain is mush, but I just started thinking like to infinity and beyond. Oh, I like it. Buzz Lightyear, um, yeah. Toy Story, one, two, three, four, five, through whatever, how many they meant. But We should all shoot for the stars to infinity and beyond. I like that. Set your goals high. Set your hopes high. Set your whatever you want intentions high and shoot for the stars, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what threes do.
0: Yeah, they go for the. They go for They go for it.
1: They go for it. So I really like that. And then uh, the third, the, the second one for three is I'm willing to do hard things. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Glennon Doyle said in her book, we can do hard things. We all have to do hard things, yeah. but reminding ourselves that we can, yeah, you yeah. know, and willing to do hard things. Yeah, so, they know how to do hard things. Yeah. They're doers. Yes, yeah, exactly. Is, yeah,
0: I like that a lot.
1: So that's what I would say.
0: And that Glennon Doyle book, where she, she says that in several of her books, Unt- the yeah. is Untamed. Untamed. Mm-hmm. And that's a great book.
1: So mm-hmm. we'll... Yeah. Just
0: in, encourage, yeah, in case she
1: wants to call us and it's like, Oh, girls, thanks for talking about my book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Doyle, you know, you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, she writes like an Enneagram 4. I'm not sure what her Enneagram number I is. I agree, She, yeah. yeah, I see mm. that in her. I don't know, I don't, and I don't like to advocate for, for you know, pigeonholing somebody into right. a number because this is our journey. Of the self to the self. It's not, um, we're not here to figure out who somebody else is. Right. I mean, I just, the feelings pour out of her. I agree. And I just feel like she blesses me to feel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I agree. So. Leading I by example. Yep, yeah. I agree.
0: But which of those uh, do you need to hear? I would say three? to
1: infinity and beyond, yeah. you know, and I'll talk about this podcast because when Christy and I kind of started and we're brand new to this and, you know, first you're like, yeah, we can do this. And this sounds fun. And, and. I was talking to my husband. He's like, this is y'all's passion project. And I was like, it's got to be huge. Like passion is such a big word. Yes, I think we can take this to infinity beyond. I feel like this is to infinity beyond. It's not just, you know, we all have our jobs. This is something we're passionate about it, but it's still going to be huge. It's huge for me. I know it's huge for you. So I feel infinity and beyond. Yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think so too, as I think back to the the kid who was really shy and insecure and in high right? school. She would have never dreamed that she would have had a podcast. Yeah. And even if we have five followers, yeah. just to put myself out there yes. and to do this is brave. Very and much brave for you. And it's and these are two things we're passionate about. Yeah. And we're growing and learning and we're hoping that it will maybe offer something out there to others. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're shooting for the stars. Sky is the limit. Yes, shooting (laughs) for the stars. I love it. Okay, so our next one is the two. And Mm -hmm. that is um, me, of course. I'm a two on the Enneagram. Um, I've identified with this number um, for roughly 20 years. And so um, it really... Does speak to who I am. But the mantras that um I think twos offer the world is I choose kindness, for everyone has wounds and pain. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that empathy. Yeah, that, that twos are good at. And then I see affirm and celebrate others. Yeah, um, that's really important to me. Yeah, and I think that's important to a lot of twos. Um. And sometimes I do think that comes from our own insecurities that sometimes when we're not in the healthiest space that we can be affirming others in order to be seen. So there are moments when, you know, I recognize that in myself, but most of the time, I think it's really coming from a genuine place and that I really, you know, am excited about other successes. I do want to see and celebrate them and make sure that they know that they're, they're loved and that they're worthy of love. So I choose kindness for everyone has wounds and pain, and I see, affirm, and celebrate others.
1: You know, I love it. So, um, one time in a yoga class, I was teaching yoga class, and um, I asked the students, I said, you know, we're going to close our eyes, we're going to find stillness, we're going to breathe. And I want you to think of a person who has helped you in your life to get where you are at. Mm-hmm. And just to connect to that. Mm-hmm. And chances are, it was a two, oh. one. But also, never forgetting that we can be that person for somebody else, whether you know it or not, to make a difference, to help somebody get wherever they need to go. Mm -hmm. It's huge, Mm -hmm. and that's you know we all could use being a two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. always. We all need mentors. Yes, people, helpers, cheerleaders, people who would put us first. Yes, yeah, it's huge.
0: People who see us, right? Yeah,
1: yes, Um, to be seen. mm -hmm. How often do people go through lives and all they just want is to be seen?
0: Mm -hmm. I see you, yeah, celebrate you for who you are. Yeah, yeah. Which one
1: is your favorite?
0: Um, I choose kindness for everyone has wounds and pain. I think that you know, obviously, along our journeys, we have uh. People who hurt us, right? Of course. Friends who hurt us. Family yeah. members who hurt us, and um, it's really, really important to, I think, have empathy to imagine. I mean, we're we're always saying, "Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine yeah. how hard that must be." But imagining actually is really important. Whether we're imagining something that is free, such a
1: good point.
0: Yeah. Or imagining why they may have hurt us, right? Like, yeah. You need to imagine. That is such
1: a good point. You know, I've said that I can't imagine a lot of times because as a parent of a special needs child, you know, you're kind of very hyper aware and sensitive. So if I see somebody have, you know, like being in a similar situation, I would say so I don't like come off as. I'm sensitive, I can't imagine what you're going through. But to your point, what if I could take a moment and to imagine?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. What, so I can understand it better. Right. And so I can connect to your pain and struggle better. Right. And I almost feel like I always say, like now thinking about it, like as a cop-out. Right. Like, oh, I can't imagine. Right. And then I'm, you know, the, the and, the, and my, my arm's up in the air and then I can say, oh, I can't. But what if, exactly, but what if I said, let me try. Yeah, yeah. Let me try to imagine.
0: And I think you're coming from a really good place because I think we don't want to say that we can understand somebody's pain because right. we can't because all pain, all grief is unique yeah. and different. Yeah. But we can try to imagine somebody's yes. grief or imagine their pain, try to imagine why they might have hurt us. Like yeah. what happened in their childhood? Yeah. What's happening in their life right now? Yeah. Um in fact, this mantra came out of a Quote that I've always loved from um, Ian McLaren, I think that's his name. Um, he was a Presbyterian minister like a long time ago, um, I think from Scotland. And he said, "Be kind, for everyone is fighting a battle of yeah. some kind." Yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard it before. It's yeah, a big one, uh, big quote. And um, I'm, I think it's sometimes attributed to Plato, but Plato didn't say it. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, and then it goes the other way as well, right? And that's what sometimes all of us, including twos, have to work on is be kind because you're fighting. Right. Of some
1: sure. You're, exactly. You're worthy of compassion
0: because yeah. you're going through a hard time or yeah. you've been through a hard time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah.
1: That's a big one. That's a good one.
0: So, we're going to our one. We're, we're going to – so, one.
1: I am the one. So, it just happened since we assigned odds and evens that – Christy just talked about twos and she's a two and I'm going to finish our conversation with the one and I'm a one. So it's, you know, sometimes it's it's challenging to be objective, not subjective about what you know, what you can offer to the world. And I'm not just speaking for myself, but all the ones. So um I'm going to steal um christy's uh mantra from our blog from the blog that she wrote on our website and it's be the change you want to see in the world gandhi yeah you know and ones are the reformers they're 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 not only you know the the perfectionists they're reformers so if you want something to change you probably need to start with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's good reminder for not just all the numbers in Enneagram, but I think for the one as well, it's, it Mm -hmm. starts with us. Mm -hmm. So that's one. And then, um, second one is be unafraid to do the right thing. I like that. And, you know, once we don't have any issues of doing the right thing, you know, I was, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, should I tell the story? Should I not tell the story? So, Uh, if you've ever seen Modern Family, it's a sitcom. Um That's like my brother's favorite. Show. I love it. But there's one of the main characters' her name is Claire. And uh, there's an episode where she was trying to slow down the speeders on her neighborhood road. So she would say, Slow down your neighbors. Well, um I had the slow down your neighbors like in real life. Um in our neighborhood, um my You know, there's a lot of um, school-age children, and they come on the bus, and one time I saw, you know, the bus stops, the school bus stops, you have to stop, and I saw somebody just speed through, and it just chafed me up so bad, like, it is just my husband calls it, grinding my gears, I called the local police station. I was like, I just saw this car and this is the number and they broke the law. And I just want you to be aware. And perhaps you could just just remind them that they, they could hit a kid the next time. So don't be afraid to do the right thing, even if it's going to make you like stick in the mud. It's all right. Do the right thing.
0: I love that. I love that. <laughs> and now the two in me that can be like a little bit scattered sometimes from helping too much. Uh, identifies with the fact that I have been the bad driver. Maybe not with the school bus. Like maybe not in that situation. Stop with the school bus, people. Stop with the school bus. Not in that situation, but I definitely yeah. have been the bad driver. But yes, yes, the ones um, too good in the world. Do the right they Speak thing. up for justice. Yeah. like they are gonna yeah. call nine one one when something is wrong. Right. And they are gonna make sure they're right. looking out for the common good. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. So which one of those two do you need to? Use? I
1: love the. Gandhi's quote, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. And ones tend to um, get uh, a bit judgy, Mm -hmm. you know, because it just, you're doing wrong and you're doing wrong and look at that and look at this. Starting with yourself Mm -hmm. is a solid place Mm -hmm. for all of us and ones be in the top of the Mm chart. So if you want something changed, if something is, if you're judging something, look inward start with yourself it's a great reminder
0: yeah it is a great re- reminder but we we celebrate the ones because they do um speak change in the world right and they right act, act help they're that they, engine yeah yeah and they they they, sh- they show the rest of us how to be change in the world as right. well so right. but yeah it's, it's an inside job, too. Yeah. Inner engineering, yep, as I Yep, exactly. All right. Well, um, this has been a lot of fun. I hope that our listeners have enjoyed it. And and just uh, be tuning back in soon because we're going to have some great interviews coming up. And we're just thankful for you all. Um, again, check out our website, Com And we look forward to connecting with you soon. So for our meditation, if you are listening to this meditation at the faster speed, you may want to go back to the normal speed. And also, as you listen to this meditation, remembering that we are all nine numbers, be mindful as you listen to think about which one of these values you need more of in your life. So which of the nine numbers do you need to be more like? and this meditation will highlight the strengths of each of the nine numbers and again that's been our focus today we are just so thankful for all of these nine numbers showing up in the world and we're all better when we live at the high side of each of the nine numbers so deep breath in through the nose inhale i am exhale living my values Deep breath in. Inhale, I am. Exhale, empathetic. Inhale, I am. Exhale, ambitious. Inhale, I am. Exhale, creative. Inhale, I am. Exhale, a lifelong learner. Inhale, I am. Exhale, dedicated. Inhale, I am. Exhale, adventurous. Inhale, I am. Exhale, strong. Inhale, I am. Exhale, a peacemaker. So thankful for each of the nine numbers and look forward to connecting with you next week.